Hello and welcome to Teacher Needs a Drink Podcast. I'm Elvis, your host, and I'm here to let you know that this is a not-safe-for-work podcast. We are teachers at the end of the week and really the end of our ropes, and we'd like to be able to talk honestly and openly about education without having to worry about losing our jobs. So we'll be using pseudonyms throughout the podcast. I'd like to thank our sponsors at Legendary Pretzels. If you want an amazing treat that is affordable, go to legendarypretzels.com. They are these pretzel rods. They do gluten-free as well where they can drop them in chocolate and they roll them around in different candies and they are to die for. They really are amazing and they're affordable. You should buy some for your team. I mean, you should. They're amazing. Use the code TEACHER at checkout for a discount. Also, are you a theater teacher? Do you know a theater teacher in your building? Are you stuck doing the after-school play? Go to LudLambDramatics.com. They have the best educational resources for theater teachers out there. Honestly, if you go to the teacher's store, there is jack shit for the theater classroom there. So you have to go to Ludlam Dramatics. They're the only one in the country. Go to them now. They are amazing and we love them. Last but not least, I'd like to thank all of our supporters at Patreon. That's right. Teacher Needs a Drink podcast has a Patreon and I'd like to thank all of them right now. Let's start with Kim K. Kim K, Noel R, Alan H, Jessica A, S-F-W-E-L-E-V Elders, Amanda F, Ariana L, Jessica H, Physics Runner, Melissa V, Steph, Science Teach 17, Michael M, Kim C, William P, Sarah O, Aldrich T, La Scorpionita, Britt M, Tisha C, Teresa H, Biker Teach, Caitlin L, Marsha M, Weaza, Christina B, Miss Alabama, Kristen B, Megan R, Huvian, Ashley M, Jason F, Amber H, JJO, Jeff S, Abby B, Ann T, Sarah B, Regina F, Anna L, Josie S, Sam B, Lucy P, Mary E, Jamie B, Hope H, Aaron D, Kristen W, Vanessa J, Mary C, Ryland L, Catherine S, RJR, Kristen C, Johanna H, Tony and Christina K, Irma A, Nimi, Melissa M, Lisa S, and Sarah N. Thank you, my friends. I'm glad you support us. Thank you so much. Whew, that was a list. If you're interested in becoming a supporter or a patron, you can do it. Go to Patreon. It's only 5 to $10 a month. You get lots of access to bonus episodes, extra episodes. We do watch parties. We have a special Facebook group just for the members. You should do it. It would be amazing, and we would love you for it. So go join our Patreon now. Whew, okay, my friends. It is the week before Thanksgiving, and the kids are starting to get crazy. All teachers across the board have kind of started losing their momentum. It's only going to get crazier as this week goes. And not only that, we start doing the downhill slide towards winter break. So my friends, take care of yourselves. Make sure you're taking care of your mental health. It is okay to not be okay. It's okay to need a break. And it's okay to take a day. If you need to take a break from your students just to get your shit together or just to relax or go see a movie and just not deal with education for a bit, do it. The school, don't let them give you shit about it. Take a day because you deserve it and your mental health is worth it. All right, my friends, enjoy episode 110. Cheers! All right, folks, welcome to Teacher Needs a Drink Podcast. I am Elvis, your host, and joining me today, I have Miss Sparkle. Hey, y'all. Also with me today, Miss Lucia Lane. Hey, everyone. And last but not least, the Mama Bunny O'Hare. Hey, Elvis. Hey, folks. Hey, I'm so glad you guys are here. I feel like I don't, I don't know if we've ever had this particular combination of you guys all at once. Holy crap. So it's the week before Thanksgiving break. Most of us have the full week of Thanksgiving off, which is amazing. 
But my God, the kids today, it was across the spectrum. I had some amazing classes that really stepped up and rose to a level and made me feel really good about teaching. And then my next class was really tired and apathetic. And so I'll take that. I don't mind tired and apathetic every now and then. But it was like the last class of Monday. And then, holy shit, I had a class of pre-K kids after school that I agreed to do because they paid me lots of money. And fuck that noise. Fuck that. That was horrible. There were three little like four-year-olds I sent back to their little after-school classroom because they were just nuts and wrestling and all kinds of stuff. I had older kids being dicks and I was trying to make like a Thanksgiving video and oh god, I had all the regrets. I was like, I'm going to come home, I'm going to make dinner, I'm going to do all this stuff and like I walked out of the school, like I talked to admin for 10 minutes and they were very compassionate and so I got home after driving in traffic and like my son very graciously like helped reheat some leftovers and then I just came and laid in bed. It's like, I'm just going to sit here and stare for an hour until it's time to record podcasts. Thanksgiving will come and wash all of me and I'll feel refreshed. But the other problem is I had family in this weekend and it's like fun family. We party, we drink, we do all the fun stuff. We were very enhanced the whole time. So I got to kind of be floaty and then coming back to reality today was hard and it sucked. But it's only one week and then like, you know, it's Thanksgiving. So my God, cross your fingers, put on a helmet and make the run for Thanksgiving. Miss Sparkles, what's what's this week like for you? I have had a really terrible headache all day today. So I went to work, kind of suffered through, but luckily I have my kids sewing this week and it's great because they get so focused on trying to do it right that they leave me alone for the most part. <laughs> that's cool. They could start like crafting stuff for Christmas and the holidays and gifts and stuff like that. So that's, that's awesome. kind of why that's kind of why I do it this way so they can make little things they can give away. One of the kids fixed their pants and was like, Miss, I can already fix clothes. Look at me. And I was like, Yes, great job. Good job. Well, buddy, how are things how are the adventures leaving little foo-foo at home? And I know I know your husband's there with her so she's not like with a stranger or anything but how are you adjusting to being back at work is is the world on fire um it's actually not at this point um mr o'hare is doing a great job with her and he sends me cute little pictures of cute little baby through the day um which helps when i'm about to drop kick seventh grade boys (laughs) it had to be something in the air today i don't know a front blowing in or something because these children were feral and for added fun i had I had a surprise walkthrough evaluation during one of my classes today. Oh, no. Before Thanksgiving? That should be illegal. Well, I mean, to be fair, I was gone for seven weeks, so she probably was behind schedule on mine. I had kind of bribed the class with like, hey, if you... Because they're one of my squirrely classes because they're my last class of the day. I had kind of bribed them with phone time. Like, hey, if we get through this, we should have a couple minutes left at the end of class you know, after we finish this activity and less you talk and the less I have to stop and shush you, you know, the faster we get through this, the more time you have at the end. And so we're doing this activity and we're getting close to the end and my AP walks in and I'm like, damn it. (laughs) Like, I just knew they were going to say something. And so we finished the activity and I just kind of riffed and like kept going with talking about what they were going to do tomorrow and what supplies they needed to bring and stuff. And as soon as my appraiser walked out of the room, I was like, oh, my God, thank you guys for not telling on me. They're like, we got you, miss. (laughs) That's beautiful. But Lucille, how is life outside of school? You're like week three now or something like that. I am week three. I'm not busy whatsoever. And it's because I started at a real convenient time when, you know, we have some school and then like 
break and then some school and then an even bigger break. So it's going to be slow throughout the holidays, which I'm not mad at because it it's nice to take that time to move slowly to figure out exactly what I'm doing in my new position. I was told that um, I will be very, very busy after the first of the year. You know, that's like testing season and tutors are like well in need. I'll be doing a lot of scheduling for that. Well, that's good. It's nice to be able to ease in, especially with a new job, to not like all of a sudden get in there and have to run a thousand miles an hour. Yeah. And worry about fucking up or not getting it right. This gives you a time to cover your ass and make sure you're doing the right stuff. Exactly. And it's really, really nice. That's awesome. I'm I'm glad it's working out for you. It's same as like it's a good break and a nice relief from all the bullshit you were dealing with right before that with your school and Oh yeah, there's a lot. Uh huh. It is nice. Uh We have a teacher needs a drink mailbag submission by Someone who listed their name as special needs teaching is run by minions. (laughs) The message says, I don't know how many messages you get from people who teach children with special needs, a.k.a. ESE, exceptional student education, but I could write a book or a movie. Let me give a brief description of what it's like. Picture this. You are Gru from Despicable Me teaching a class of minions. (laughs) The minions you love and think are cute but they speak in gibberish and everything is a joke. The admin slash parents are made of that old senile scientist with the fart gun. Those three annoying little girls who mean well, but still think unicorns are real. And that dick in the orange jumpsuit who is constantly taunting you. (laughs) They expect you to teach the minions how to speak English, dress themselves to look like everyone else and take everything an adult tells them seriously. The education board slash government who's in charge of distributing funds and making rules are literal supervillains who have never heard of a minion, let alone have taught a class of them, and have nothing better to do than judge you for how caustic those little annoying yellow jelly beans are. It's true. It's so true. That's what I did. My last four years of teaching, I was the lead special ed teacher. You were Gru? Oh my God. People don't understand. They don't get it. And like, like... Like it was said, they expect them to be just like everybody else, except there's a problem and it's a mental problem (laughs) and like they just won't be. And it's okay because there are a lot of even adults walking around that are special needs, but you can't tell. But you can tell when it comes down to a life skill that is necessary Maybe like counting out change or like reading or, you know, thinking critically for a second. That's yeah. when you know that there's a difference. I think there is, an ex- there is a huge expectation that just because there is an IEP or if there's a certain class, that that is what is going to make them very successful. They've got to learn how to live life as they are. And I think the other half of that is the fact that it's a huge wide spectrum that kids can fall on. Mm-hmm. And so they'll say, well, my nephew has this and he's just fine. Yeah, they're not the same. They're not twins. They are definitely not from a cookie cutter. Mm-mm. See, when you're talking like gibberish and like, uh, like I'm thinking about the classes like I had, right? Which you're going to have the kids with specific learning disabilities, which they can actually function fine. They are going to need some accommodations, but they can figure it out. And then you have the ones that are ID. You have the ones that are on the uh, spectrum. You have, you know, kids with some ED problems that they, they 
can't function. So to me, it's just like, man, we got to, I think we have to look, we have to stand back, look at the, these kids, look at society, look at what's going on and being like, how can we better do this? Because what we're doing is just not working. Yeah. It's not working. I think the big thing is a lot of, we had a message a long time ago, I think it was from someone who was actually on the spectrum about how we kind of try to do a a one size shoe fits all Mm -hmm. for all students. And that just does not work. But we don't equip the people who whose job is to help special needs kids properly. We don't give Absolutely them enough resources. Not. They don't get enough aids. They expect, well, you know, we gave you a smaller class. There's only six kids in here. Only nine kids or ten kids. But these ten kids have needs that are very extreme compared to a neurotypical student or something like that. And my heart goes out to anyone who works in SPED. And we also, we also talked about how, like, the aids, the paras sometimes, like you got some, I have met some outstanding paras and aids, but some of them don't even know how to deal with kids with, um, with disabilities or if they're, you know, um, violent, how do you, I mean, we had a whole conversation on that. Yeah. Um, so it's a mess all around. Um, you're, and it's a legal, it can be a legal mess real quick too. So, oh yeah. Special ed really needs to be worked on from the inside out, bottom top. And, and I think that just how, how could we even begin to meet these needs better? I think backing the, the dump truck of money up to hire people, who are willing to do the job, and the money would be there to motivate them to stay. We have these paras who are doing heart-wrenching jobs and aides and teachers with these SPED students, and they're paid jack shit. And then they're kind of thrown to the wolves a lot of time and not given any help. And we've talked before about how, yeah, their principal left them alone with these three violent kids for Mm -hmm. six hours all day, and then the teacher does something rash or does something stupid and something that's inappropriate, but because in their mind, they were trapped in the room with these three or six violent kids or that were aggressive, and they were just trying to survive at that point. And now they've lost their job. They might be in jail. I mean, I I have sympathy. I, I have empathy. Maybe that's more the word. I, yeah, I hate empathy. that these teachers were put in this situation. And I think if we could pay people and actually fund this and give enough help where, I mean, not all kids need one-to-one, but there are a lot of SPED kids who need a one-on-one aid, and they need someone who's going to be paid more than minimum wage. Mm-hmm. because they might have to be changing diapers or restraining or helping to literally physically move the child from place to place in some of these old buildings that aren't accessible. So, yeah, and I'm sure that a lot of people would disagree with me saying this, but I have said this out loud to many people. Working in special ed is emotionally taxing. It's like being a hospice worker. Mm-hmm. Like you go in all the time, you see these sad situations, you're doing the best you can You're with what you've got. It wears you down emotionally. It wears you down physically. And it's just like, sometimes you're just like, how do I do this from day to day? It's so sad. Well, I, I got to say too, on the, on the flip side of the sped spectrum is the, your GT kid. Because that's considered a special population, you know what I mean? Yeah, that's yeah. still actually special ed. You're right. Yeah, yes, it's, it's yeah still, it is. It you is, have a special education is. for kids that are like gifted and talented. Right. And so I was a gifted and talented kid and I went to a gifted and talented elementary school and did it all through middle school and parts of it were great and parts of it were miserable. But what I'm seeing in the places where I've been teaching is 
you've got your GT kids and they're so checked out because they're not getting like any real attention. Like they just go, well, put them in an honors class and they just, you know, they're, they, it's like, it's like you guys were saying with your, your ID kids, they're not getting the individualized kind of attention they need. Like some of my GT kids, they're not very academically motivated. Mm-mm. They're gifted. Mm. They're very smart, but they could give a shit about doing their homework. Like they just, they don't want to do it. And they take all regular classes cause they know they'll make hundreds in them and they don't, they don't give a flip. And everybody's like, well, they're making good grades. So who cares that they're not getting challenged or they're not getting something that they need, you know? And there, but there's, how do you, when you look at a school population, how do you handle your kids who are nonverbal in wheelchairs, in diapers and will be for the rest of their lives? You know what I mean? And then in the, across the hall from like, literally, cause this was when I taught middle school, I had some of the smartest kids I've ever met in my life in my theater class when I taught middle school. And then literally across the hall, you've got kids who, you know, the, the teacher, they had to put a washer and dryer in that room because she had to wash clothes and diapers and things because those kids were the severely intellectually disabled kids. And when you're one school, how do you even balance all of that? Like, it's always been really difficult for me to wrap my head around. It's a clusterfuck. And I don't know with the, with the gifted and talented, a lot of the school's solution seems to be just throw more work at them, not challenge them, but Hey, no, no, you just have to read an extra seven chapters and write an extra three essays. And that's your AP. Right. And And then they feel like they're being punished. That's the thing. He was like, I, I know I'm smart and I can handle this, but I'm just doing more work. I'm not learning more. They are literally just giving me more shit to do. It's like an extra book to read and an extra report. It's not extra discussions. They're not doing special things. Like at the elementary level, the gifted and talented, I felt, did more projects. But the high school AP stuff, it really feels like, no, we're just doing extra homework, an extra four chapters. Yeah, I can I can agree with that. I know exactly what you mean. Mm-hmm. And so they're why being, the they're, You get punished for it as opposed to like getting an, like an enrichment class or like a, in this class, you're just gonna, I'm just going to give you a bunch of shit and you're going to put it together somehow. Ready? Go. Like that would be more beneficial to that type of student, you know, as opposed to, yeah, read seven more chapters than these kids. But a lot of that seems to be key and part of why a lot of teachers are burning out because it's that kind of thinking that, well, you you want to do this? Well, here you go. Like the teacher who doesn't mind helping out someone after school with a duty, like, okay, I'll help out in the parking lot after school. Well, now you have to do that all the time. Yeah. But I no, I, I just meant I yeah. could do it that once or I didn't mind doing it This once. one time. And like the teachers who bitch and don't show up to duty end up not getting more work because no one's going to ask them anymore. Because they know they're not going to go there. They're not punished or penalized. They're just, no one's going to ask more of them. But if you do the work, they're going to keep putting more and more on you. And that's what they're doing to the AP kids. And they're not getting rewards. I mean, you could get college credit. But a lot of kids, when they're 14 or 15 or 16, they they might not make that connection. Like, okay, I might save $400 to $700 by taking this class now. But are they actually learning more? 
That's the thing. It's just like, like you were saying, reading seven more chapters or let's do, let's do this, what it should be. And because we are talking about gifted and talented children, what they should be doing is saying, okay, we're going to read the same amount as like our regular class. However, we're going to really dive in and talk about character development. Let's talk about critical thinking. Like how, how does this book relate to this world right now? Can we think about how, um, I don't know, how can we stretch this and, and, and how would so-and-so feel differently if it was a, you know what I mean? Like really get into just anything like math, like, like, like let's apply it to real life situations and see how well they figure shit out. (laughs) You know, I I just feel like that's what they should be doing because we all know a gifted and talented person can read. We all know that they can do the math, but what can they do with it? Exactly. Now I feel like a lot of times it's your AP. Okay. Well, here's an extra packet of worksheets. Have them in by Friday. That's that's dumb. You're almost punishing them by giving them more things to do instead of using the brain power that they possess. But honestly, I put a lot of that just on admin because if a teacher is having to do that, it's not because they're out of ideas. It's probably because their book's so solid. Like, hey, you need to teach AP too. Well, what what do I need to do? And it was probably thrown in their lap. I doubt they're getting a stipend or anything extra for it. So uh, I think overall, most teachers are just not given enough resources on, on either end of this spectrum. Yeah. Like, You're not given enough resources to help support your sped kids who are in in regular classes, you know, least restrictive environment kind of kind of student who doesn't need to be in a self-contained classroom. But you're also not given enough resources to help your kids on the opposite end who are really super high achievers unless you're only teaching those students. Yeah. But if you're kind of teaching whoever walks in the door, you're just kind of like, uh, I don't know. I don't know what to do. Well, you end up having a blend of 30 of them where there's five or seven or eight high functioning kids. There's about maybe 15 neurotypical kids. And then you have like four or five kids that are IEPs and diagnosed and other kids that can barely read or function in a classroom. And then you need to teach online at the same time while you're teaching them in the classroom. And they're just like, yeah, have a nice day. Oh, and can you do this meeting during your lunch? I'm sure you won't mind. Backing up what you guys were already saying, like I was thinking about my sister in high school who was absolutely a GT kid and on purpose took on-level classes because she knew that the AP classes were just more work and she didn't feel like messing with it. By the time she was a senior, she was so bored that she ended up signing back up for mm-hmm. AP classes. And it just goes back to what we've been saying about how teachers are being given so much to do, but without the resources, like we just need more staff. We have, we have students with special needs that really would benefit from a one-on-one person or even just having an extra TA to, you know, do inclusion yeah. with them. Like there's not enough TAs to go around and now they're getting pulled to sub all the time. And or just, to even be in small classes for every period, right? Like if small group is great for them for testing on their IEP or 504, 
it stands to reason it'd be great for them all day. So wouldn't it be nice if every teacher had one class a day where you only have five kids and those are your small group kids and you can really sit down and help that small group of students and they go to small group classes all day. You would need more staff for that though. Like you said, like you need more people, you need Mm -hmm. more, more certified teaching staff to do that. And most districts either don't have the money for it or aren't willing to pay for it. So, Hey guys, guess what? What? Qua. We have a Patreon. (laughs) Qua. What? My dogs give me the weirdest look right now. That's right. For as little as 5 to $10 a month, you can join the Teacher Needs a Drink podcast Patreon. We have extra episodes, bonus clips, exclusive episodes, lost episodes. We have a Facebook forum that's only for our Teacher Needs a Drink teachers where you can meet with people like you. And we have events. We just wrapped up a step bet. And we have watch parties and live streaming sessions. There's all kinds of stuff. And you just get to support us. And we need your support because we love you. So please join us. Join our Patreon. Do it now. Woo! C'est très bien. Yeah. Would you rather wear a ball gag for the next 72 hours or only be able to eat things you find in a public trash can? (laughs) Oh my god, this is so hard. This is- no, I'm going with the ball gag. That's not hard. Your jaw will That's hurt not hard. so bad. And yeah. you will all I have TMJ. It already hurts. I have TMJ too. This is why it's hard for me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so 72 hours with a ball gag, or I'm assuming like the rest of your life, just public trash cans. No. That, I mean, not no. for the rest of my life, if or 72 hours out of a trash can, I just won't eat. Yeah. It says one specifically for 72 hours. The other is only be able to eat things you find in a public trash can. All right. I guess I'm, I'm ball gagging. Because, I mean, I think I'd get good at finding, like, the bakeries that, like, put the day-old donuts and loaves out back. And-, and that is a thing. And they're already wrapped. And, like, that's how, yeah, that is a thing that yeah. a lot of restaurants and bakeries and even grocery stores, they'll just throw canned food mm-hmm. away. Before we move on, Bunny, what would your cho- what would your answer be? I found the loophole. Okay, what's, oh, what's the loophole? It is closely related to the uh, finding the bakeries and things like that. Mm-hmm. You just whenever you're with somebody, you give them money, and they buy your food, and they put it like on the top of the trash can, <laughs> like on top of the trash, and then you just immediately take it out and eat it because I mean you you've. You found it in a trash can. There it there is. You. You'd be like George Costanza eating the pastrami sandwich in the bathroom or out of the trash can <laughs> in the kitchen. <laughs> anyway, folks, thanks for listening to another episode of Teacher Needs a Drink podcast. <laughs> I'd like to thank my hosts who are with me today, Miss Lucy Elaine. I'm glad you're able to be a kid. Oh, I love every minute of hanging out with y'all. And Miss Sparkles, it was great hearing from you. Bye, y'all. And Ms. Bunny O'Hare, thanks for putting the little foo-foo down for just a little bit to spend some time with us. We love you so much. She actually woke up and she's laying on my chest right now. <laughs> Hi, foo-foo. All right, my friends. Take care of yourselves out there. We're about to hit the hard times. Holidays are around the corner. Take care of your mental health. Take time for yourself. 
And just, you know, if you need to, take a day or two. Don't let the school give you shit about it. Thanks for listening to us and all my friends out there. Deep breaths, deep drinks. Cheers! Woo! Cheers! 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 Cheers. <laughs> All right, my friends, like thank you for listening to another episode of Teacher Needs a Drink Podcast. Teacher Needs a Drink Podcast is brought to you by Lud Lamb Dramatics and Legendary Pretzels. If you are a theater teacher or no one in your building, go to LudLambDramatics.com and get some of the most amazing resources you can for your classroom. They even help out for people who have to do UIL after school. And also, go to LegendaryPretzels.com. They are the best, most delicious treats in the world, and they are not very expensive. Treat yourself. They are delicious. You will not regret it. They are amazing. All right, my friends, I am fried. I've got a convention I'm going to. I'm posting this and I've got, I, we're not going to release a new episode for Thanksgiving. We have some stuff we're going to put out on Patreon, but we don't have any new episodes because we're going to take the week off to enjoy each other and our family. I hope you guys can take the time to do the, do the same for yourself. I hope you can get some rest, enjoy, love, peace. I don't know what I'm saying. I'm so tired. School today sucks. Okay, my friends. Cheers. Bye.